Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Chris. Welcome back to my podcast where I talk about fantasy football. If I sound a little weird, it's because I left my microphone um, in West Virginia. So I'm recording straight from my iPhone. Don't know what the audio quality is going to be like. I'll do my best to, like, you know, edit it and make sure it ends up okay. Um, Yeah, so if I also sound um, a little weird, it's probably because I'm depressed. Considering I pretty much lost the playoffs because I couldn't score 70 fucking fantasy points. It's fucking embarrassing. But, okay, on this episode, I'm going to run through last week's matchups, do the power rankings, look at next week's games. I'm recording this on a Wednesday right now. I'm going to do the uh, free agency tomorrow, Thursday, after everyone's already picked up. And I'll go over and talk about a couple of the matchups. Tomorrow, I will be in um, Idaho, so I'll do what I can from there. Maybe I'll get Patrick on there, talk a little about fantasy from him. Maybe some random stuff, who knows? I don't know what Patrick's into anymore. But that's what um, the format for this week's going to be. I might, you know what? I might call Sean here in a little bit. Sean or Sco and see, uh, get them on here. Next week, I'm going to have Garrett come on and talk a little fantasy with Garrett as the uh, playoffs are really starting to come down the wire here. We'll, we'll get into that too. Um, I'll probably do that sometime before uh, previewing next week's matchups. But, okay, let's. Uh, I'm going to try to keep this one brief and short. Hold on one second. Okay, yeah, I'm going to keep this brief and short. So let's, uh, let's just hop in right now and talk about last week's matchups. All right, where to start? Let's, uh, let's, I guess let's start with the, uh, you know, probably the worst performance of the year. Ali beats me. 72 to 67, 67, that's right. I had two players score more than 10. The entire fucking night before Monday Night Football, I was tossing between Allen Robinson or Justin Jefferson. Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson. I needed about, what I need? I needed um, about 13 fantasy points. And I was like, well, the floor for Allen Robinson's higher and the ceiling for Justin Jefferson's higher. So I went with a high floor and it fucked me in the ass. Not to mention that I lost on a DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary catch in the end zone, which got Allie, you know, an additional 12 fantasy points, which gave her a uh, five-point win. Fuck me. Nobody cares. Just a, just a bad performance. Nobody did well for me. The only players who scored more than 10 for Allie were uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Miles Sanders. I had the Steelers give me 11 and Jared Goff give me 10. Nobody else had double digits. Just an awful performance and a really bad overall fantasy week. There were a couple other low scores. The next one I'm going to get to is um, Animal Redskins destroying Stallman. Um, Stallman drops to 7-3. Cockamoose is 6-4. Big games from Kamara, Roethlisberger, Antonio Gibson, his defense. Um... You know, Storm still put up 102, which would have beat a lot of teams this week. But uh, he needed a little bit more from, you know, not 13 points is still good. But you expected more from Cook. And then uh, Lockett and Metcalf combined to have about 12 fantasy points. Usually, they're good for that each. So a down performance there, but not too bad on Storm's part. Uh, we also had Sean pull ahead in our division. And I'm not going to say he locked up the one seed, but it's going to be tough to wrestle from him. He moves to 8-2. and two. Corn falls to 6-4. and four. He's still in third place because of my loss. Um, he's a game ahead of me. And we'll get to that matchup later on. Uh, Sean, huge games from Josh Jacobs. Well, I think he had two touchdowns in the game. Justin Herbert continues to be a great fantasy performer. Juju Smith-Schuster is coming around and looks better than before. And Aaron Jones. You just have a great team. You know, whether you played... Kareem Hunt instead of one of those guys, or the Colts D instead of the Giants D. Doesn't matter. He still put up 120 points. Corn, disappointment from James Conner. I think that's going to be more the norm going forward. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with James Conner. Um, without Kelsey, Hoover gets you one point. You don't love that. You know, you got to think if you had Travis Kelsey playing, you might have won. You get Gurley back from a bye next week. Ronald Jones had you a 98-yard touchdown, which helped your, inflate your score a little bit. And then uh, Deontay Johnson also had 20 points, which pretty good. Okay, um, and then we had and the, uh, the other surprise performance. We had, uh, I wonder, this is not the surprise. Um, we had Tyler Friend beat Garrett White by 20 points, 75 to 95. This pulls 
Garrett and Friend into a tied record at four and six. Also with Sko at four and six for that for uh, there's two playoff spots up here for grabs. We'll get it. I'll get into that when I do the playoff stuff. But um, Garrett was kind of let down by Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, DJ Shark, and TJ Hawkinson. Didn't really have many guys on his bench. He could have played maybe Brandon Ayuk. Um, he's looking decent player going forward. He should get Raheem Mostert back soon. He'll be all right. Um, friend, um, DeAndre Swift, 23 points. He's starting to turn the corner on his rookie season. T. Higgins, also one of the best ads of the year through free agency. The rookie wide receiver from Clemson, reached 19. He's a second-round pick, I believe. You know, and... Uh, I've, I've said this before. Friend's got a good fucking team, man. He's got a good fucking team. For don't don't. We'll get into it later, I guess. But uh, and then the other big upset of the week, the two Husky for Sanduskies, Trevor Andersons, pull prevail over the Mustard Tigers by thirteen points, one hundred three to ninety. Trevor moves to three and seven. He's one game out of second place in his division. Sco falls to four and six. Linder Fournette, bad game. Zach Moss, bad game. Curtis Samuel, bad game. But nobody was as bad as Jared Cook with zero points on the board for you. You couldn't even – you got pretty much 30 points from your kicker defense and 30 points from your quarterback, and you still couldn't win. Bad looks go. Um, Trevor, I don't know how. Don't know why. Don't know when. I guess starting Wayne Gallman. Um, you're probably not going to have McCaffrey this week either. Um, Naheem Hines on your bench scores you 26. So you could have even done better. I just don't know how you're you're three and seven, man. I I still don't see you make the playoffs. You're still going to be ninth in my power rankings when I get to those. So that was last week's matchups. Okay, I'm I'm going to do my power rankings first, and then I'm going to kind of jump into the playoff format. I'm going to try to record this as quickly as possible. The NBA draft is starting soon, and I don't know how long me and Pete will talk for on Thursday night. So I'm going to try to get this limit this to about 30, 45 minutes, and then get you about 20 to 30 minutes of me and Pete talking. I don't know what we'll talk about yet. We'll talk about something. Garrett mentioned to me that his favorite segment was um, when me and Corn were kind of shooting the shit there for a minute. I agree I need a co-host. I need somebody that's willing to do this week in and week out with me. I know it's a tough ask, but anyway, let me, uh, yeah, let's hop into the power rankings. And with that, we will start at the bottom of the rankings, which I usually do, with even though she beat me, that fucking cocksucker, she beat me. I put Ali Walker in 10th place. Look, I could I could take a minute and talk about her fantasy team, but there's not really much to add here. She just lost Drew Brees for a couple weeks. Devin Singletary goes on a bye. You know, she doesn't really have anybody to plug in for Singletary. She's got Mark Ingram, Carryon Johnson, Adrian Peterson as her running backs on her bench. Um, I just there's I don't like much of this team. I don't like much here. It's too late in the season to really do much. She can win out and not make the playoffs, but I, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to go real in depth with these f- first two teams. I might go a little bit more in depth into Trevor's here. Ali, your team just kind of sucks. Good job for being me. Congrats to you. Pat on the back. Okay, Trevor, let's uh, break down your team here real fast. I put you in my ninth spot in the power rankings. You, uh, you know, you're not going to have McCaffrey again this week. I don't know why you didn't trade him weeks ago. I don't know why you didn't get Mike Davis when he got first got put on the bench. I just, I just don't understand it. You lose Stephon Diggs to a bye week, which is amazing, which is awful because he's your number three receiver, and you finally got back to the playoff mix. Um, and you lose the Bears' defense, so you have to pick up a defense. And Wayne Gallman, who dropped you 18 last week and has been a pretty good, you know, the former Clemson running back, the last four weeks has been a double-digit producer of fantasy. Since really, what's his name got hurt? Um, I'm blanking. Devontae Freeman got hurt. Wayne Gallman's been their kind of go-to guy, and they really like him there. And they're going to continue to feed him all. I, I like him as a pickup for you. It's just week 11. It's too late, you know. It's late in the year. It's, it's, the sun's starting to set. Okay, let me go to your team here. Carson Wentz is a fine um, plug-in starter quarterback. I like his matchup against Cleveland. They're not very good against the pass. They're 22nd, actually, against the pass. Um, Melvin Gordon. Like, I don't like Denver's running back situation. I don't like Rams' running back situation. So I don't like your running back situation. I don't like the, the Colts' running back situation. You're committed to three committees, which I would never like. I don't agree with. Hopefully, you get Joe Mixon back. They are projecting him to return right now. We'll see. Um, you should have picked up Giovanni Bernard, even though he didn't do anything for me last week. If he misses this game against Washington, you're just going to be hurting, man. 
Um, Robert Woods had a bad week. He's still a top 20 receiver. I like him going forward. Patrick, Tim Patrick had eight points for you. I don't get it. I don't like Tim Patrick as a receiver. I would much rather um, you go with like a Jalen Rhaegar. I think he's got more upside, especially going against Cleveland, like I said. You can kind of double dip in that Carson Wentz, Jalen Rager, you know, really boost your fantasy value there. Hunter Henry's a fine tight end, especially in a barren tight end landscape like this. I, t- I talked talk about Naheem Hines and your bench. I Listen, kudos to you for still being in the hunt for the playoffs, but I have to say it says more about your division than it does your team. Okay, that's my bottom two teams, and that's a tier by themselves. I'm going to call those the... Piles of shit. I don't know. Terrible teams. Awful, awful teams. I have four teams in my next tier and then four teams in the championship tier, okay? This next tier is the playoff contenders, even though, you know, I might miss the playoffs. My bottom team, as of right now, mm, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with myself. Primarily because the other three teams have a realistic shot to make the playoffs, and I don't. I'm 5-5. Five and five. I get corn this week in a playoff matchup, which I have to win or my season's over. But, you know, my teams, I got a bunch of top 20 guys in their position. Patrick Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Will Fuller, Justin Jefferson, Chris Carson, Allen Robinson, uh, 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 Chase Edmonds. I got, I got reasonable starters. My problem is I don't have a tight end. Dallas Goddard out here who's giving me five points a game, best case. And I don't know who to start and when to start them. Um, but nobody wants to hear me talk about my fantasy team. But I am going to put myself at eighth pretty much because I scored 67 points last week in a must-win game. My seventh team, I'm going to go with Tyler Friend, who's uh, been around this position all year. He improved to four and six with a huge win over uh, Garrett last week. Listen, Deshaun Watson's a top 10 quarterback. Derrick Henry's a top five running back. Darren Waller's a top three tight end. Other than that, he's pieced himself around. DeAndre Swift's a top 15 running back out of nowhere. Michael Thomas still hasn't performed yet, but he could. Tyler Boyd's a top 20 receiver. T. Higgins is the 23rd receiver in fantasy. DJ Moore is the 16th receiver in fantasy. Fred's got pieces, and notice all those names I just listed. Chris Godwin, not mentioned. He's got Chris Godwin on his team. Michael Thomas, who's 135th receiver in fantasy. I expect better things from Michael Thomas maybe this week. Atlanta's the 31st team against the pass. And Jameis Winston is, you know, more prone to throw down field than Drew Brees was. We'll see what, uh, if Michael Thompson gets, get, get on track here. As for his bench, I love some of his bench pieces. Uh, um, Nelson Aguilar, I love as a borderline, based on the matchup kind of play receiver. Same with Mike Williams. Jemai Lacey's on the IR. You can cut him. He's got a bye week. Um, Keelan Cole had a, a pump return for a touchdown. He's still probably the receiver I'd want to own in Jacksonville. I don't know if I'd want any other receivers in particular. But J.K. Dobbins is a fine running back flyer to have. Your only issue really is that J.K. Dobbins is your third running back. So you're kind of light on running back depth. Especially if DeAndre Swift fumbles or gets thrown into the doghouse or whatever. Or Derrick Henry goes out with an injury, knock on wood. Um, a little insider Tennessee knowledge here. If you want the handcuff to Derrick Henry, a guy named Deontay Foreman. Former Texan running back, power back, just like Henry. Is he got to own? He had like five or six carries last week, but he just got him back from the IR not too long ago. Um, but yeah, friend, I think your team's got a lot of upside, but right now, man, you're still well. You're only seventy points behind Garrett in points for. I don't know. It's gonna this is this race gonna come down the wire. Okay, my next team's gonna be the Mustard Tigers in uh, Sco Diddley Dad. Love you, buddy. Um. Look, Kyler Murray, number one quarterback. Tyreek Hill, number two receiver. Zeke, top 10 running back. Jared Cook, top 20. That's not saying much. Top 20 at that end. The problem is outside of that, you don't have much. You, you're start, you started Kalen Balaj last week, who got you 12 points. and might be a factor going down the stretch, which is a good pickup by you, buddy. Um, I like Amari Cooper better when um, um, Andy Dalton gets back. He's been a top 20 receiver. I like him. Like I said, Dalton will improve his numbers. Curtis Samuels doing this weird thing. He's playing the running back and receiver for Carolina. Don't really understand it. Um, but he's been all right. He's been a top 30 receiver. I don't know. I'm just, if he's starting for you, you have issues. I'm going to say this every week till you drop him. Drop T.Y. Hilton. There's no reason for him to be on a fantasy team. He's terrible. Terrible. 
Um, you might get Zach Ertz back soon from the uh, in the IR, which would be good news and a boost to your tight end position. Um, but Jared Cook's uh, honestly fine. The problem is your bench is just scarce. It's kind of barren. Um, John Brown, C.B. Lamb, Corey Davis, Zach Moss, T.Y. Hillen, Leonard Fournette. I don't really like any of those guys. C.D. maybe if Dalton comes back and they start airing the ball out a bunch. Maybe Corey Davis and the Titans can get back on track. Maybe Zach Moss if they dedicate the ball to him instead of um, splitting it between him and Singletary. But that's the reason you're so low here, man. I mean, you're low. You're, what, seventh? That's not that low. You're eight, sixth, actually. And that, you know, sixth place in our fantasy league makes you, gets you a playoff spot. Okay, number five on my list. Garrett White, teammate. Um, look. Just these injuries, man. There's, what, what can you do? Hopefully you get Mostert back this week. Um, but Mike Davis was a, a needed pickup. He's going to play probably at least one more game with uh, McCaffrey or, not, or missing another week. Damian Harris is questionable. He'll play. He looked really good running for over 100 yards last week. Hopefully you get some production out of Galladay. Robbie Anderson hopefully returns to form. They played Detroit, who's not great against the pass, but uh, we'll see what they do. Uh, Detroit's actually the worst thing against the run, so expect Mike Davis to get a lot of carries there. Damian Harris, Houston's 30th against the run. Expect Damian Harris to get a bunch of carries there. And Lamar Jackson plays Tennessee. I think, Garrett, you're going to have a big week this week. Also, Terry McLaurin plays a 25th pass defense in Cincinnati. Listen, I like your team, man. McLaurin's top 10. TJ Hawkins is a top 3 tight end. Robbie Anderson is a top 20 receiver. Mike Davis is a top 12 running back. Um... Your issue is you got to get stars back. You got plenty of depth. I really like your entire bench, honestly. I like McKissick. I like Ayuk. I like Shark. I like Fant. I like Crowder. Like Mike Gaskin and Montgomery in the reserves. You got to get most of our back. You got to get some stars out here playing for you. Um, I think your your team's still not a force, but I think you can uh, surprise people coming down the stretch, especially if guys like Lamar starts having thirty point games again. If uh, you get Mostert back and he starts, you know, having big twenty-point games again, I don't, I don't hate your your layout. Okay, so those four teams: me, Garrett, friends, Sco. I'm gonna put those all in a tier, saying like the playoff of like contenders, right? Where the guys trying to fight and weasel way into the playoffs. My next group of four teams are the actual genuine. These guys are making the playoffs and they're gonna contend for a title. And we started the bottom of my list. I know. I know um, Sean beat you last. Eh, who do I want to put here? I'm going to put Corn here at four. Mainly because I love Russell Wilson, top five quarterback. Todd Gurley's been a top 10 running back in fantasy. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in uh, fantasy. Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in fantasy. Ronald Jones is top 10 uh, running back. You got Josh Allen on your bench, who's the number two quarterback. The problem is. I don't like James Conner's your number two running back. I really don't like your uh, – I, I, you started both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool last week. It might work this week again on the road, but um, I don't like your number two receiver spot really, and I don't like your number two running back. So here, you know, you got A.J. Brown this week against the Baltimore Ravens. Don't love that. Um, the Pittsburgh receivers play Jacksonville. You, you do like that. That's a really good matchup. Um, Antonio Brown's, I'm not going to say he's washed. I don't expect him to be a whole lot going down the stretch. Malcolm Brown's a rotation running back at best. Devontae Parker, I low-key kind of like now with, um, Tua, Tua, Tua Valoa back there. He, uh, he just hasn't, hadn't made the, had the report connection yet. Ronald Jones, listen, I, I said the whole year I'd like Leonard Fournette more than Ronald Jones. I take that back. Ronald Jones is the running back to own in Tampa Bay, but we'll see. We'll see what they do going forward. They play the Rams, who's the number four team. Here, here's your problem, Michael. You got some tough matchups this week. Russell Wilson is going to score a ton against Arizona. James Conner and the Pittsburgh team, you got three Pittsburgh starters. They play a pretty bad defense in Jacksonville. A, a, a below average defense. Devontae Adams plays the sixth best pass defense, and Todd Gurley plays the best run defense. So here's um, those are kind of tough matchups for you. And it's not like you can throw Ronald Jones, who plays a fourth-best run defense, or A.J. Brown, who plays a fourth-best pass defense in there, or Antonio Brown, who plays a best pass defense, or Malcolm Brown, who plays a top-six um, run defense. You have some tough matchups this week. But still, I, I think you got the depth. I think you got a good combination of depth 
and top end talent to uh, contend for the title. But you're six and four, so I'm going to put you back down here at fourth. On my other six and four team, a team that's going to make the playoffs because he plays in a shitty division, or the Amor Redskins and uh, Aaron Cochran. I love that your picture. I just noticed this. Maybe this joke's been out there for a while, but your picture is Redskin potatoes. So if you think I'm using a racial slur, I'm not. I'm talking about potatoes. Oh, maybe I should have court above you. I don't like your. Uh, I don't like what you got going on here. First off, you got Alvin Kamara, who's the best running back in fantasy, and that's probably a large reason why. Uh, while you're six and four, Jonathan Taylor's been a top 20 running back, but he's kind of maybe lost his job. And that's a committee there in India. I don't like that. Thielen's a top 10 receiver in fantasy. Buff Thielen. Darius Slayton got you 12 points last week, which came out of nowhere. Good pickup by you, man. I didn't see that coming. And I kind of like him going forward. Gronk's a top 10 running back. Antonio Gibson's one of the pickups of the year. He got you 20 points last week. He's a top 11 running back in fantasy. On your bench, I like Cooper Cup going forward. Michael Gallup is probably droppable, cuttable at this point. Mike Gusecki, probably cuttable with uh, Gronkowski on your team. I love Christian Kirk, Travis Fulgham, and Ryan Tannehill as options. You'll probably get King and Drake back this week. I'm thinking. He played, I mean, he played last week, but, um, and he got 100 yards. I, I, I think King and Drake will have a big game against this um, Seattle defense. That's not very good. So, probably, yeah, I would play Kenyon Drake 100% over Jonathan Taylor this week. As for your second receiver spot, Cooper Cup um, should be your... No, I take it back. Play Fulgham over Slane. I, like, I really like Fulgham this week against a pretty bad Cleveland pass defense. Um, you dropped 150 last week. Good job by you, cocky. Awesome performance. Okay, my number two team is a team... That lost last week to Cochran, even though I, I'm not going to switch him yet. Tyler Stallman. I think one and two stayed the same this week again. So, you know, you lost because the other teams got 150 points. But, God, your team's so fucking good. Rodgers and Brady are your one and two quarterbacks, both top six of their position. You got Chubb back, who immediately, straight off the IR, gets you 18 points. Dalvin Cook is second best running back in fantasy. No, no more need to said. Lockett and Metcalf are both top six receivers. Your tight end spot's a little weak. You got Ebron right now. I don't love that. Uh, McKinnon's on a bye. He's a top 20 running back, though. You can probably bench him. Ridley's back off of a bye, top 10 receiver. Mike Evans is a top 13 receiver. John U's, listen, you got you to gotta trust in John U, man. For as bad as fantasy tight ends are, you think eight points is much. And then he had that stretch in week six, seven, eight, where he got you 1.8, 1.4, 3.9. 3. He's still the fourth best tight end in fantasy football. Insane. Insane. I expect him to be, the Titans also to be down to Jack, Baltimore a lot. So expect him to throw a bunch. I like Jamal Williams as that, um, you know, something goes wrong with Aaron Jones, which it already has this year. Jamal Williams is an amazing running back. He got you seven points, even though he didn't. He, how many touches did he get last week? Let me pull this up real fast. He got you eight carries and got you seven points. That's amazing. Salmon, really good depth, really good team. Like I said, but but there's, let's not let's not joke around. There's one fantasy team, there's one front runner right now, and one superstar team, and that's the Sunnyvale Shithawks. I mean, I'm gonna just tell you tell you some stuff. Justin Herbert, top ten quarterback. Josh Jacobs, top five running back. Aaron Jones, top ten running back. Keenan Allen, top ten receiver. Hayden Hurst, top ten tight end. James Robinson, top five running back. Um, Kareem Hunt, top ten. Running back Juju Smith Schuster, top twenty receiver, just, just an unbelievable death. And that's why, and all those guys I just named, he still got, he still has Julio Jones. He also tried to play, edge out Corn uh, last week by picking up some kickers and tight ends and defenses to kind of. Sean, you just need to build your de- bench out a little bit more. You you have one, two, th- you have three, two tight ends on your bench, a defense and a kicker. Those are four roster spots you can just. Just add some depth. Build out your team. Anyway, I really like your team this week. You played Garrett. I really like your matchup there. And once again, I think this is four or five weeks in a row now. Sean Long, you are number one in my fantasy power rankings. All right, let me do um, – let me, let me look at the playoff standings now. Let me break down where everything stands as of this moment, and then we'll look ahead to next week's games. 
Okay, looking. Okay, let's get into this. Next week's. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Playoff standings right now. I'm going to just let's take a snapshot of the league right now. Okay. Right now, Sean would get a buy, and Cochran would get a buy. We'd have in the first wild card game, Stallman and Corn facing off in a real heavyweight matchup. Okay. On the other side, we would have Garrett and right now Belasco facing off in a very much, much, in a very weak matchup. So, you know, nothing, you know, too crazy there. Here's the thing. In, in, my, in my division with, with me, Stallman, Sean, Korn, and Alley, I'm a game back from Korn, but I am over 170 points behind him in points four. I'm going to have to finish with a better record than either. I need Stallman to either lose out and I win out, or I need to. I need. I mean, me. I need to have a better record than Corn down down the stretch here by two games. So I have to pretty much go four and zero. I'm sorry, three and zero, and I need him to go one and two. Just I'm not. It's not looking good for me, guys. Okay, now now the fun part, the fun division. So Cochran's pretty much in. He's six and four with three games to go. Even if he loses out, he'll finish six and seven. Probably good enough to get one of the last wild card spots. At least make the wild card game. But he's also with one more win, he pretty much secures the inside track to the, the bye in his division. Here's the fun part. The next four teams. I'm talking to you, Garrett, talking to you, friend, talking to you, Sco, talking to you, Trevor. You are all in a mad dash over the next three weeks. For a playoff spot. Garrett, Friend, and Sko all have four wins and six losses. They are tied. So obviously it's a close race. But here's how close it is. Garrett is only currently the two seed because he has scored a total of 30 more points than Sko has. Almost exactly. Exactly 29 actually. Friend is behind them by about 80 points. So Friend's got a little more of an uphill road to climb here. The fun thing is Garrett's lost five in a row. So Garrett's kind of in a free fall now. That's right, Garrett was four and one and has lost five in a row. So, you know, if you had to do it, I would pick kind of, kind of pick Sko and uh, Friend to kind of get it together. But here's the thing about Trevor Anderson, who's not out of this. Trevor Anderson's eight fantasy points behind Friend in points four. Let's look at Trevor's upcoming schedule here. Give me one second. This week, Trevor has Cochran. Tough game. But, you know, to make the playoffs, he's going to have to go undefeated. Pretty much not undefeated. He's going to have to win two the next three. He then gets Alley, a very winnable game. Followed by, and I mean... This, this is just perfect, followed by none other than Tyler Friend. This last week of the season has huge implications for the playoffs. The only out-of-division game at the last game of the season is me playing Sko. I play Sko the last game of the season. Corn will play Alley, whatever. You know, that's, that's one for Alley. Outside of that, Trevor and Friend will play, which is might be for a wild-card spot. Um, Cochran and, um, Cochran, no, I'm sorry, Sean and Stallman will play, which might be for one seed. It would be right now for the one seed. And then, um, Cochran and Garrett play, which, you know, honestly, depending on how these next couple weeks go, that might decide their division. But, um, Yeah. So, so that last week of the season is going to be madness. Okay, let me break down um, this upcoming week's games for you guys. Because we're, we're I mean, we've got three games left. That's it. First one, we have the Disappointments, uh, Corn Breath playing me, and I have to win this game to make the playoffs. If I, you know, honestly, I don't deserve to make the playoffs. I scored after last week, I don't. But, you know, I need a, I need a huge, massive performance here to make the playoffs. Um, you have Garrett playing Sean in a newfound rivalry game between you boys. That game means so much more. 
Well, it means it means something for both teams. You know, Garrett's got in the skid of five straight losses, and he's got to continue to fight for the playoffs. And with a win here, Sean might lock up the one seed. Um, Ali will play Stallman in a game that means nothing other than Stallman's competing for that one seed. And if he would lose and, and Korn would win, that would tie their records and Korn would leapfrog Stallman um, for the two seed. And then here's the, here's the games that do matter. The Amor Redskins and Aaron Cochran is going to go up against Trevor. Trevor has to win this game in order to save the playoff on. It's going to be very tough if he loses to not hang in there in the playoffs. Here's the thing, though. Even with the loss... Good news for Trevor is the last game and the most important game of the season for probably these two teams. Sko and friend play in just an like a, a huge, huge, huge ramification game. Whoever win will leapfrog the other, obviously, into that last playoff spot. And even with what you know, whoever wins is going to be the two seed because most likely Garrett's going to lose and drop to four and seven. Even if Trevor drops a three and eight, and whoever loses this game drops to four and seven. That's still a three-way way race for that last playoff spot with two games to go. Huge game there. Huge game. Okay, let me run through who I think is going to win these games. I'm going to pick Corn to win my game, obviously. That's not even going to be close. Um, Sean to beat Garrett. Let me get Stallman over Alley. That one's not going to be close either. I'm going to take Cochran over Trev. And, I mean, I can't pick between Friend and Sco, but I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Friend. I'm going to pick Friend in that one. Okay, that's next week's matchups. I'm going to um okay. I'm gonna throw this over to um I'm gonna throw this um where am I gonna go? Let's uh let's get let's get Pete in here. Let's talk a little waivers and maybe get Patrick in here. We'll we'll see what happens. But no matter what, I'm gonna to talk to you guys about waivers. So let's do that. Alright, what's up? I'm here with Patrick and Summer in beautiful Idaho. I'm fucking drunk. Um, you guys are on your way, right? We're on our way. Um, I don't know how the audio quality is going to be because usually I have headsets and like, uh, but hopefully you guys can hear us. We're going to try to talk up. Okay. Uh, well, Patrick, what do you want to talk about? The, the lovely and wonderful Miami Dolphins. You might need to speak up. I don't know. Oh, do I? Well, so, I, hold on. Does it tell me? Well, you see these little waves that are coming up on the screen? Yeah. <laughs> talk. Let's see what they do. Hello? Yeah. Okay. You're good. All right. We're talking about the Miami Dolphins. And our savior, Mr. Tua. Okay, questions. What's up? Is he the best quarterback since <laughs> who? Dan Marino. Well, we talk, We kind of talked about this before. We did. I feel like it's either him or Chad Pennington, and I hate to say that because he was like... God, what a bleak outlook. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I genuinely feel like you and me could throw a football farther than Chad Pennington could when he's holding the Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, like Phil Rivers now... Maybe he can throw it 25 yards. Chad Pennington, I don't know if he could when he's with the Dolphins. No. That's not what he was there for. He was there to not lose a game because we still had like a decent defense. But mm-hmm. Now, Patrick, <clears throat> you left our league. I did. You you voluntarily stepped away. I from did team. step away. Do you feel like Tua reinvigorating the Dolphins has brought you back into the NFL at all? Do you watch more NFL now than any other year? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, I probably watch it more like... Last year, I would usually just watch like the Sunday night game and then... Like, I watch all the playoff games, like the divisional, like, wild card, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. But, like, I do basically only watch the Dolphins now on Sundays. Okay. Like, I don't watch the rest of the league, like, hardly at all. Except for, like, the Sunday night game or if there's, like, a, if it's, like, if you get Chiefs-Ravens like, or yeah, something like that. something like, crazy. Watch that, yeah. Um, why? Can I, do, can I ask why? Why, why did you tap out the NFL? I don't know. Well, like, partially because... I know you're a Premier League fan. Partially because the Dolphins are bad. Well, yeah. And part, honestly, because, like, I stopped playing fantasy. Like, it just didn't... I don't know. There's no reason like, to, right? If you live in Idaho, it's not like everybody around here is talking about the Steelers or whatever. That's true. Um, even when you were in Florida. Like, you were in Florida this time last year? No, two years ago. Two years ago. When did yeah. you move here? Last year. Or, like, last... Last August. Last... Okay. Oh, okay. Because I came out here... Or last July, August. Summer, how do you feel about the NFL? <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no, no thoughts or feelings. Okay. This does make me talk to my father-in-law more, which if you know anything about oh, yeah. me, 
we do not have a good relationship. We didn't. You guys go to the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. We went to the Pro Bowl like three years ago, I think, and it <laughs> rained, and it was like, think about like your worst sports experience, like that. Like <laughs> going to the Pro Bowl with your father-in-law, yeah, in the rain when the players like literally are just like barely like even like trying to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like that was. I learned a lot about your father-in-law. He seemed like what some of us tell me. Interesting fucking guy. He is interesting. He he made cartoons for Disney. He did. It's fucking wild. That's what he did. It's wild man. He, was he drafted by an MLB team or tried no, out? He tried out for the Reds. Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. God, Trevor will suck his dick. He will. Um, Trevor, I'll give you his deets. Okay, so you voluntarily walked away from the NFL. Well, like I don't know, like well, the, the fantasy league, yes. Yeah, that, 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 that's that's putting it too but broad. Honestly, of it's because I didn't want to be like the person who just like never set their line. Like I didn't care. Like, I didn't <laughs> Trevor Alley. <laughs> I knew that. Would I didn't say it. that. I knew they'd get a rise out of you. But yeah, um, like I just didn't want to be the person who like never paid attention and left like half of his team on the bench because that's what I was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So we kind of talked about this earlier too. Not that into NFL. You'll watch the Dolphins. You'll watch a great matchup. What would it take for you to watch the World Series in baseball? Um, <laughs> that I, if I had money, like... Money it, on it? No, no like a subst... At least, maybe not even like triple... Like high <laughs> triple digits. If I had, if I had more than... A hundred bucks? Like a hundred or two hundred dollars, like yeah. riding on it. Funny. And I actually need, like... I, th- I don't know, like not much would get me to do that. I, I can't I fe- watch it. Because I feel like... Even if I had like two hundred dollars riding on it, like if I had the money to bet, yeah, I'd probably still just like check the score. The only way I'd still, the only way I'd watch it is if like I needed that two hundred dollars to like pay rent or like <laughs> make a car payment. Like if I was like a degenerate who was like desperate for money. Well, corn will be here in five years. <laughs> there, he's on his way. Yeah, right. Corn it starts with pennies. I I, I was there. Love you. I man. was there for the two dollar bets, and now I'm betting fifty dollars on Russell Westbrook or not Russell Westbrook. Um, Jokic to win the MVP for two grand, and I'm planning a vacation with the two grand <laughs> that I don't have because <laughs> he has he has a good three weeks on the road. I don't know. Okay, uh, what else do you want to talk about the NFL? Is any, 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 is I just want to talk about how like how truly happy I am for it to be fun to watch. Two is fun. my NFL team again. Two is fun because the last fun Dolphins team there was was the Wildcat team. And yeah. even, like, watching that when I was watching that, you were like, well, this is going to come to an end. Like, yeah. you can't have, like, your running back play quarter. Like, somebody's – they're going to figure <laughs> this out eventually. Whereas, like, now we have an actual – like, we, one, we have an actual NFL offense. Two, this is one what I wanted to talk to you about. Like, uh-huh. it seems like th- it's looking more and more now like this was the plan all season instead like mm-hmm. instead of just like playing fits and like seeing how we do. Well, I I wonder if you guys went like 1 and 4 before Tua came in. What what well, they were 2 and 3. Like they weren't that that's true. far off. I, of yeah, it. yeah, you're right. You're Cause right. Cuz I think they found out they have like I think I've heard like other people talk about their defense being like really good. It is really good. Brian Flores. I think their defense is like okay. Mm. The Chargers get they could like the Chargers running back got like Six yards of carry every like every. Kalen Balaj, that was a revenge game because he was your running I know, back. I know, for, I know, but like I don't. Brad Flores is the real fucking deal. He ran circles around mm-hmm. Sean McVay in the Super Bowl when he was with the Patriots, where mm-hmm. they gave what scored they ten points in the Super Bowl yeah. when the, when the Patriots won it like seventeen to ten or whatever. Yeah, he's oh, a, the Rams won. Yeah, yeah, he's no the Patriots won. No, but I meant the Rams. The Rams won O N E. Like the Rams. Super oh Bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Rams won. Yeah. Um. No, Brad Flores is a real fucking deal. You guys got a hell of a coach. No, yes. And, like, the other thing I think about, because usually if, like, I were a fan of, like, I don't know, let's say I was, like, a Charlotte Hornets fan. Yeah. And we had this coach. Like, all you would think about is, oh, like, the Lakers, the Lakers, Thunder, Raptors, Warriors, whoever's, like, a really big team is, like, going to steal him in, like, it, yeah. two years or whatever. In the NFL, I feel like that doesn't happen it as does much. Not. Because if the team he's on, like, can compete right now, like, he's not going to leave the Dolphins to go, like... He's not going to New England. Like, he's not going to... No, because, like... Because, honestly, like, I would argue, like, the Dolphins have a better, like, situation for the future than, like... They have the Texans first does, round and second round picks this year, and the Texans are going to finish, like, one in... Yeah, they're going to be awful. Fifteen. Um... 
Okay, what you're talking about there with the NFL resources kind of being balanced. Like, it doesn't matter if you're the Miami Dolphins coach or the New England Patriots coach. It just, New England's not going to poach the Dolphins coach. Because, I think yeah. that's a good transition into what we want to talk about next, which is the Premier League. Oh. Um, I, I know a lot shuts, of you guys... Everybody shuts the podcast <laughs> No, they'll listen. They, they like me talking to somebody else, because this podcast is me talking to myself for an hour. They like when somebody else is that's in the true. room. Um, with the Premier League, that's the opposite. There are six teams with resources... And 14 teams kind of... And then once every 100 years, Leicester wins the title. Yeah. Like, well, that's pretty much it. Leicester's a superpower now. Wow. <laughs> we can talk about that if you want. Um, I'm going to just ask you some general questions. That sounds wonderful. About the EPL. For, for I, I know a little bit more than I'm sure Tyler Friend does or whoever, Blasco or whoever's listening to this, but um, what could get somebody that doesn't like soccer into the EPL? Ugh. I don't know. That's like, a tough question, well, right? It's... I should have prepped you for that question. Soccer is the the best sell that soccer has for me is that you like more than any other sport that most people watch. Mm-hmm. You have you know when that game is going to be over. Like much yeah. more generally than like you can like you can plan around it a lot more because I know most people like their Sunday is just like like a lot of people it's just like the they watch day. the NFL. They don't yeah. care how long the game goes. Yeah. But like if you like if you gotta do something mm-hmm. like that game is like I know it can end in a tie everybody can get mad about that it's like so can NFL games so. yeah yeah um no what I don't I think we we've grown past the like oh wait I don't like watching a game where there's one goal like I think we've moved past that right as a we'll watch everybody listening to this podcast will watch a ten to three victory for a team you know what I mean yeah we watched the Browns beat the Texans ten to seven last week like well you did well <laughs> I might have had some money on that game but I think <laughs> but I think it's like. The like the great thing about it also like if you have a significant other mm-hmm. and they don't want you to just like watch football for like nine hours on Sunday. You listening, Garrett? <laughs> if you watch your Premier League game, like it's a, like if you if it starts at eight thirty in the morning, yeah. that's the other thing. You have the rest of your day after it. Yep. It starts at like the late game. Well, like where I live, because I'm in Mountain Time. Mm-hmm. But even like the late game on the East Coast starts at, like twelve thirty. That's what I was going to say. The two things I look at that like if if you just want to get into it. You have to put a little effort into getting into it, right? Yeah. Is that it's Saturday morning when there's no other sports on. If you're waking up getting ready for your college football game. Exactly. All morning you can just watch it. Like soccer is done by the time any American sport comes on TV Mm -hmm. typically. Now I will say like a barrier for it is like they have midweek games. There are like the Champions League games that are on at like 2.45 in the afternoon on like a work day. Well, which which is is great for us that can watch it while we work. (laughs) Yeah, that's but like if you can't, that sucks. And it's... The biggest barrier to it, other than the Premier League, is honestly like how like being able to watch it in America. Yeah, because you have to have the Peacock. Because every league, well, like Peacock has some games on it now. Most of them are on NBC. Some of them are on NBCSN. Yeah. But there's like a third thing that you have to pay extra for, even on top of Peacock, if you want that. I don't have that. I just have Peacock, and then like a TV login. For is that me. like Sky? British no, Sky? it's um, it's called like NBC Sports Gold, and it's. Like, like, I don't even know how, like, I don't know. God, society's <clears throat> fallen so far. Like I said, but I like, explained to my parents what Grinder was the other day. Like, I don't, I, can't, I don't know what's happening in the world right now. But, like, to get into the Premier League, the two things I would recommend are to just try and, like, honestly, like, every fucking website in the world has written, a th- every website that covers sports has written, like, a soccer teams compared to yeah. Game of Thrones characters, Wire characters, NFL yeah. teams, NBA teams. Yeah, if you so like, like the Patriots, you, you like United. So yeah, like if you like the Patriots, just like pick a team. Like you could like picking a team with likable players and, or even like just an attractive play style. Because mm-hmm. like we talked about Leicester, like most people don't know. Leicester won the Premier League four years ago. Yeah, I, I explained this to Cock the other day and the odds were like going into the season like 20,000. No, more. the odds were like you would, like if you bet, like a, the odds were like if you bet a hundred bucks on this, you would be like set for a while. Like, yeah. <laughs> up like a long while. Like they were, the odds are never, the odds are ne- like one thing that they did is made it so they will never set the odds that high again for yeah. any team. Like I, if you look at the they worst probably team lost this year. so much money. Well, because Leicester got, pro- they won the Premier League the year after they got promoted, which means they like, Came up from the lower league. It, yeah. They know relegation promotion. We don't need to explain You know how people talk about, like, could, like, Alabama beat the worst, like... Yeah. That's kind of what team? it was like, yeah. It was like, if the, it was like if Alabama was allowed to sign five NFL players, and then they beat, like, the Super Bowl champion. Yeah. Like, that's basically what happened. Um, but, but before you... I like where this is going. Okay. I'm going to keep talking about this. Um, I was going to say, the other thing I love about soccer is that 
for 45 minutes, no commercials. That's true. You well, watch NBC. You well ahead, now they ahead, have ahead, now ahead, they have breaks and stuff, right? They don't have breaks, but they have like they will take up like a fourth of your screen with an ad that plays. Usually it doesn't have sound, but it's just yeah. kind of like they're figuring out ways to it, put, put ads, ads in into it. It's better than the, the NFL. Like the Sunday night game, there'll be a kickoff. The team will go three and out or whatever. Yeah. Two minutes will go off the <clears> game <throat> clock. They'll punt the ball. Commercial. That team will drive down in four minutes. Score a touchdown. Commercial. Do the kickoff. Commercial. <laughs> the other team. Will, it, it it blows my mind watching uh, the the late night NBC game. Yeah. How often the commercials come? I do love that about. I can just throw in the game and for forty five minutes, concentration is unbroken. Um, but what I was going to ask you is, how would somebody go about picking an EPL team to root for? You're a Chelsea fan. I am. If you had to recommend a, I'll throw a guy <laughs> out there, Belasco. Okay. A team that Belasco would root for. Where would you go? Like, what team would I pick for him? Yeah. What, if you want, if you want Belasco to dabble, dip his toe into the league, what name a team? I'm mainly basing this off of Belasco being kind of wild. <laughs> he you, is. Bu- love you, buddy. <laughs> He's woodworking now. I showed and you that. You showed me that, yeah. yeah. Like I said, he's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Who knows what he's up to. And he's a Titans fan. Ooh. And I feel like... A little defensive? A little ground and pound? Not it. No, 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 no. Not that. Ooh, okay. I feel like Titans fans are familiar with, like, heartbreak. Mainly thinking him <laughs> back to the Super... I forget which Super Bowl it was, but the Kevin Dyson yeah, one yard, like line, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. And then... What happened? You guys, like... Killed the Patriots last year, yeah. and then you like we beat the Patriots. We beat the Ravens through the one seed. Yeah, you beat the Ravens we, and the Pats. Well, and you, you when you said like, we beat the Pats, we ended Tom Brady's Pats career in New England. Okay, but then like ultimately, like what happened? Like you kind of came, like you rode a high and you came up a little. Yeah, short. Patrick Mahomes might have uh, <laughs> dicked us down. <laughs> okay, but like, and that is why his team. If I had to pick his team, I would pick Tottenham Hotspur. Ooh, you can call them the Spurs, which is already an American yeah. thing. Yep. they have like fun little sayings what's all a, around what, their stadium. What's a Hotspur? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's a rooster because that's what they're like little. Oh, that is right. Their symbol looks like the French national team symbol. It's like a rooster on a like soccer ball. What makes this fur hot? I don't know. What's, These the, are, what's the difference in an ugly Like I said, spur? he like Blasco's kind of wild. Like, oh, yeah. Who knows what makes that spur <laughs> yeah. hot? Maybe he heats up the spur. Well, the, the funny thing is, Blasco would probably fuck the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Tottenham have never won a. They've won like a first division title. They've never won a Premier League title. And the Premier League's been around since ninety. 91, yeah, like somewhere around there, yeah. early 90s. And then the main thing I'm comparing this to, kind of just like basing it off of Tennessee's playoff run last mm-hmm. year, is two, not last year, but two years ago in the Champions League, Tottenham beat Barcelona. I forget the big team. They beat Man City on just like some fucking cra- like. Crazy shit happened. Yeah. Their game against Ajax. Ajax is a team from the Netherlands. It looks like their team is spelled Ajax, like the soap. Yeah. <laughs> um, they beat them on, like, a stoppage time. Like, la- like ba- it's basically like kicking, like... No, it's not like kicking last-second field goal. It's like hitting, like, the Lakers .4 second shot clock, like, type shot. Yeah. And then they got to the final, and they lost to Liverpool. It's the Ray Allen three-pointer in the corner. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how they beat Ajax, and then they get to the final against Liverpool and lose, and, like, they basically lose because they give away a penalty in, like, the first few minutes of the game, and then it just never goes well from there. Which, <clears throat> yeah. And their team their team colors aren't quite the same as yours, but they are, like, a like they're, like, a royal blue, so that kind of matches the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would be the team i pick for him. Um... Okay, well, I think we need to talk about the structure of EPL a little bit here. There's, what, six power teams, really? There's... It's, it's kind of like college football where, like, you every team in the SEC might be good. <clears throat> and the SEC might be better than the ACC, like, hands down. EPL is way better than Serie A. You know what I mean? Now, EPL, Serie A has one or two teams that well, can compete with the EPL. Yeah. Like, EP, the EPL is, in my opinion, like, still the best league in the world, like, yeah. top to bottom. Top to like, bottom, all 20 teams. I, and there, I don't think there's any disagreement with that, right? Once you get to, like, the sixth Serie A team, you're kind of like, okay, yeah. Lazio, like... Yeah, like, they might do some stuff, but yeah. they're not, like, great. Yeah. Um. So, in the EPL, you have your main, Manchester United, Manchester City, Chelsea, Tottenham, and Liverpool. I can't leave out Liverpool. Yeah, um, Liverpool. And then... Who am I missing? <clears throat> I'm going to put Arsenal in here. Yeah, no, Arsenal's the... Because yeah. they're a traditional power, but they've been down the last couple of years. You're not happy it makes me that we I, I forgot them until the end, yeah. <laughs> Fuck um, you, Jonathan. 
So, like, those are probably your six. And then every year you have, like, last year I think Sheffield finished, like, 10th. Yes. Like. Sheffield did. But I think um, your college. West Brom? No, they're not good. They're bad. Who was competing for a cha- uh Wolves. Yeah. Wolves was. Wolves yeah. is in the Europa League. Oh, and I. Okay, there's <clears throat> six, top six. Oh, God. For Come the on. last, like, five years, what, Leicester's probably been better than three of those teams? Consistently? Well, Leicester finished fifth. Like fifth or sixth last year. They finished year. fifth yeah. last year. And then, like I said, we, they won it four years ago, which is more recent than United. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah, and they finished ahead of United the last couple of years. Like, they, mm-hmm. they've, they, you know, and Leicester's probably right on the board doorstep. But I, I would say, for a t- as a Tennessee fan, yeah. Leicester would be our biggest comp. Is that we're not a traditional power. Like, Tennessee's not a Patriots, Steelers, Cowboys, Dynasty team. Yeah. But. We've built something that's never going to – we're never going to be favored to win a title. But get, Jamie Vardy has a good game. But you've never and won the, anything. <laughs> that's the Fair. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I think college football is like a really good comp. I do too. Because a lot – like basically what happens in the Premier League is spots one through four get put in what's called the Champions League. They play against other – one through whatever, like it's different for different leagues throughout the world, but yeah, like usually the champions <clears throat> of the league or the first few highest placing teams are in all the like whether you're in Norway, whether you're that's probably a bad example, whether you're in <laughs> Italy, Spain, Germany, Germany, France, you go to the Champions League. If you yeah, finish in, if the, you finish in spots, the top three or four, usually, yeah, and then five through eight, or I think it might just be five and six, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. There's so much weird shit with how like those rankings work yeah. that we won't go into, yeah. but like. Last year, there's a team called well, like I'm not making this up. There's a team called Wolverhampton Wanderers. Like, <laughs> we need to talk about something. Like, half the Premier League teams are the Wanderers, and I, I don't know where that comes from. Oh, no, they're just wandering. They're just, looking, no, they're, like, just going around. You have uh, like the Bolton Wanderers. Um, I know so that's also an old example. I think it's just Bolton and Wolves. But, no, they're they're but they Wolves are aren't called few. the Wanderers. They're just called Wolves. Like people just call them that. Yeah, but like. That team finished in what's called, like, the Europa League. Think of Europa League like the NIT to, like, the NCAA tournament. That's a good example. Or I was going to say, like, the uh, New Year's Day Bowl games, yes, but not the yeah, playoffs. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, like, Wolves, like, they finished in a position to get that. And for them, that is a successful season. That's, like, they, that's their Super Bowl, They right? know <laughs> they will never, like, they, they know they will probably never win the Premier League. Yeah. Like, we talked about last year. Like, they were literally a 2,000 to 1 or whatever it was shot. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of, like, it's, I think that's another, like, barrier for Americans to get into it. My biggest recommendation would be to pick one of those top six teams as your team. Yeah, and then pick other, a secondary team. Because otherwise, oh, no. Oh, like, okay. But otherwise, I would, like, because if you don't do that, you're gonna be rooting for like, I hope we make it like ninth, and like that's yeah, you not hope you really, don't get relegated. <laughs> I know that's like not fun or appealing to anybody who usually watches like American yeah. sports. But see that right there is because <clears throat> a lot of our friends usually root for the underdogs. Like me and Blasco are Titans fans, mm-hmm. underdogs forever. Cochran, uh, you know, like Garrett's a Green Bay fan or was a Green Bay fan. They're a traditional power. Like I was talking about traditional powers. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Maybe most of our friends are Steelers fans. Sean's a Giants fan. They're a traditional power. Okay. I think they could get behind that. Root for a traditional, traditionally great team. Some of you can talk. At any point, jump in here. I'm watching uh, my show. What's your show? 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 Big Little Lies. Rate it one out of ten. So far, like a seven or eight. Okay. Really? Mm -hmm. What is Adam Scott's beard? One out of ten. Is Adam Scott in this show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Adam Scott. So do I. His beard is gross. (laughs) So what is it? Out of ten. Like a one. Oh. I'm not into it. Not into beer. I don't Adam Scott. Oh, I like As beers. Patrick's rocking a beer. Oh, no, I love beards. I don't like Adam Scott's long okay. beard. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, well, let's wrap that up there. It's 20 minutes. That makes my podcast now an hour and a half, which is, I got to stop talking to myself for an hour every fucking episode. Um, any closing thoughts on this? On what? The Premier League? Any, uh, any of it. Dolphins, Premier League, I'm this podcast. Ha- I'm happy to watch NFL games for the first time since the Wildcat and... Go pick a Premier League team. It's fun. I, it's the more. It's like in the morning. It's like you, you can just have it on when you're like starting your day. That yeah. type of thing. And the Premier League <clears throat> is pretty much year round. Right? Yeah, and the Premier League end, t- non-COVID. The Premier League ends in May and yes. starts in August. So if it ends in May during like once football's over, and a lot of you guys aren't NBA fans, 
from February to May, that's when the title chase like come, kind of comes out of the wire. That's that's a good time to get into it because you wake up Saturday morning. There's no college football one. Watch the Premier League. Yeah. Watch the Sunday Premier games. The other thing about like the Premier League and soccer in general is like I know a lot of like a lot of it is stuff not happening. Yeah. But that kind of does make it so when something like like when Man City wins the title on the last day of the season, like mm-hmm. that was fucking cr- like mm-hmm. like there is no like comp in like basketball. There's no comp in any other sport to that type of thing happening. No. Because so many th- like so many different things happen. Like Manchester United is watching that game like on the screen in their stadium after they won, and they think they're going to win the title, and then a last second goal happens, and like I mean, well, you the Dolphins beat the Patriots in Week 17 last year, knocked the Patriots out of the bye week, threw them to Tennessee, where Tennessee beat them, and then Tom Brady decides to leave because it stuff like that happens in the NFL too. That's true. But I mean, like it wasn't for the title; it was just like for that team losing. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins <laughs> had nothing to play for, really. But they yeah. beat the, the Patriots, who lost the bye, and then Tom Brady pick six. His yeah. last career pass as a Patriot. To it makes you sit. Well, I thought you liked Tom Brady. Ah, fuck him. <laughs> you were like all about him last. You're, I mean, your Tom's team's terrific. picture is Tom Brady. <laughs> it's because I'm better than you, and I know it. <laughs> and he does too. Um, I, it's him wearing a mink fur suit. <laughs> Which yeah, but it's still mink him. right now is a little controversial around the world. I don't know if you've heard the COVID COVID twenty news. COVID twenty. Yeah, there's a new strain of COVID that came from like mink factories in like the Netherlands. Jesus, Christ. have you not no, heard about this? No, I actually didn't know that. No. <laughs> so, um, all right, Pete, you you, you want to hop on here maybe later on down the road? Maybe if the Dolphins are like getting that wild card spot Ooh, week seventeen, I would love it. All right, I'd be buddy. so happy. Summer, say bye. Bye. Patrick, say bye. See you guys. See you guys. Greetings from Idaho. Well, they, they got my extra. Later. Uh, later, guys. All right. I want to thank uh, Pete for hopping on here, talking a little fantasy with me. I appreciate that, buddy. Or whatever we talked about. I'm recording this in advance, so who knows where our conversation went or whatever. I'm sure I'm having a good time in Idaho. I, I might have got shot. Um, I might have got stabbed by a Trump supporter. Who knows? But we'll uh, – yeah. So I'm going to have Garrett on next week. And then I'm going to try to get maybe Sko in here the week after, maybe Sean, maybe Fred. Who, anybody can come on. Just mess, reach out. Be like, hey, I got this I want to talk about. Let me on your – we'll talk about – we'll bullshit for a little bit. It's fine. Um, other than that, I think that's it. I got to beat Corn this week. is a huge game. Huge game between Sko and Friend. And then, uh, okay, so good luck to everybody out there. I'll talk to you all next week. And I'll, uh, you know, hang in there. Fuck you, Corn. Let's do the thing. I'd rather dance with you than talk with you So why don't we just move into the other room A space for us to shake and hear like this tune Even if I could hear what you said a chance of misinterpretation So let your hips do the talking Swing